0: This is Take Note. It's a podcast about paying attention and keeping a notebook.
1: I am freezing cold. Ted, how are you? Oh, hot, hot, hot. 97, 98 today down in Houston, Texas.
0: I am in a hotel room in Kansas City. Kansas City is in the 80s. This hotel room of mine has a broken air conditioner. Like okay. I've tried everything it won't turn broken off. like
1: a like a runaway air conditioner like the brakes are broken exactly um, you're going downhill I discovered it after I'd like un
0: unpa- hung up all my clothes that I needed to hang up so I was like, oh, I'll roll with it but I am you know it's it's 80 degrees out it's the in, in the midwest here it's a it's a surprising heat it was 61 this morning it was still so hot um, I'm in three layers. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make it
1: through the night. Three layers: and then silk, I'll it rayon, and chiffon. Are those the three? Did I guess them correctly? <laughs>
0: you, you guessed them. Yes, you guessed them correctly. You guessed them correctly in
1: that in in that order, no less. I yeah. know you. You do prefer that the silk is against your skin.
0: <laughs> well, this is a podcast about uh, the silk being against your skin. And also uh, what we've written in our notebooks when the silk is against our skin. Yes. Um, gosh, I've got to I – don't, I don't want that image in my mind. and It's just an image of silk against my skin. Anyway, Ted, <laughs> Ted what have you written in your notebook? What, if, what do you got?
1: Short one. Heard this from a uh, softball mom as I was leaving the field complex after a big game. I'm sorry. I've got to run. I've got John and the dog in the car. I don't know why. Yeah. I can't explain why. I've been repeating that to myself for the last three days, and I don't know what about it appeals to me so much, but it does.
0: <laughs> Do uh, you think John well, was the husband or the kid?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but I hope he had a bowl of water. <laughs>
0: I, I uh, This this wasn't going to be my mom playing yesterday. There's a lady with a funny voice behind me. She kept talking to her husband, and she said, uh, Can you reach my lid? Thank you, Mister Long Arms. She called her husband Mister um, Long Arms.
1: No. <laughs> and I don't know why I find that funny. It's very good. Yeah. Can you read my lead. <laughs> yeah. oh. What do you got, buddy? All right.
0: Well, you gave me an assignment, and I uh, I completed it. Not completed it, but I worked on it. I got uh, Mercury Mouth of the Soul, Circus Sands of the Soul. Oh. Metal into Infinity of the Soul. Okay. Howling Winds of the Soul. Nice. Riot Squad of the Soul. Yeah. Nooks and Crannies of the Soul. Good. And Very uh, nice. for those joining us uh, beginning with episode 185, Ted wanted a list of the things of the soul. So I've been working which
1: on Which was from a Daniel Johnston song, which a little just a little bit of fact checking revealed you want to tell them what it revealed i
0: think it's of the heart the lyric is of the, of heart. the heart works better guy of the soul says,
1: guy never says of the soul in the whole song yet here i am asking you to give me all give mercury mouth of the soul when it was, it was never the case at all i feel like i was it the uh nelson mandela effect where you have a memory <laughs> of something or whatever i think memory's so memories is completely wrong Yep,
0: yeah. that's all right. It was pretty close, and there's a little, maybe a little more poetry of it. I don't know if uh, "Circus Sands of the Heart" works as well as "Circus Sands of the Soul."
1: I agree, that's better. Yeah, what's Mercury Mouth? Uh,
0: some of those are Dylan lyrics. Some of them are William Blake lines. Uh, I uh, was on. A, was on a plane, and I've been on a lot of planes since we last spoke, and I was in a middle seat. And I did not expect to be on a middle seat, so I didn't have anything, and so I listened to some. I listened to some CDs very closely. Like I don't know the last time you've just listened to the music when you can't do anything else. Um, so I was listening to some Dylan and uh, Mercury nice. Mountains, Mister Sands.
1: Yeah. All right, Mister Long Arms of the Soul. <laughs> Mister
0: Long Arms of the Soul. <laughs> do I get to write that one down too? Because I lived
1: sure. it. Mr. Yours.
0: Long Arms of the Soul, I love it. All right, what do you got?
1: Okay, this uh, so I, I, I like to go thrift shopping. I found a very a good quality baseball bag. I'm always trying to upgrade my baseball coaching gear with secondhand items. I don't really feel like adding to the carbon footprint with a bag that's gonna hold a bunch of dusty catcher's gear. So I found one. I was getting ready for a baseball youth baseball game this morning and I was going to put some stuff in the pocket look into the pocket there's a whole bunch of stuff left in there from uh, the thrift store which was like my all my endorphins started firing yeah, as great. I got to do a little secondary treasure hunt so I'm going <laughs> to list a few of the items that were in this bag there was a, a keychain with cutter, Q-A-T-A-R, written on it, with a Yeti key and some other, some, an extremely long key, which I'd be interested if someone could identify that, but I don't know what a very long, narrow key would go to, like longer than like oh. the length of my index finger. Yeah, yeah, thing. I know what that is for. What's it?
0: It's a long, narrow key of the soul.
1: <laughs> there was a, a mini Bible in Spanish wrapped with like little beads kind of a decorative mini bible like very small so maybe select verses or something numerous three to four uh slips of paper that were maybe maybe four inches long and two inches tall with phone numbers just meticulously written out on them with you know a name next to them like little it was like a roving phone book kind of thing. Um, then there was a Ronson Butane lighter, which is kind of interesting, sort of a Zippo, cheaper Zippo alternative, but Butane. I got it to light for a second, but uh, I think I got to refill it. And then the PA Stella Resistance was a Texas Instruments watch that was. Kind of that stretchy metallic band kind of thing um gold colored with a red face now the watch didn't work but it had a red a red face so it's like a rectangle that's red and my theory the battery's dead my theory is that it's like a digital watch that's gonna light up with red digits on this weird kind of spacey red face I am looking forward to putting batteries in that yeah, thing fix and them. yeah so uh this was this was delightful for me. This is the kind of thing I live for
0: Is it possible that your uh number one fan of the Ted and life coach, your wife that she just jammed the stuff in, in the pocket to create a little uh
1: treasure if she, serendipitous if she, treasure chest for you if she did that, then she would get the the, the spouse award of the century because it would that'd be t- it all it's almost be too good
0: huh.
1: yeah but it's true that you can just uh, distribute small cheap treasures in my path along the course of my <laughs> life and it would it would probably play a similar role to antidepressant medication for me if that was just something I got to do. I mean that's you know that's why you go thrift shopping right Is you're basically just just doing that. It's like you. It's like you found
0: Amelie's secret box of treasured knickknacks. Yes. In the pocket. It is
1: like that. It is. I. I mean, like rushing to get ready for baseball games. This was six thirty in the morning, and I'm there. I am rifling through another person's uh, basically worthless detritus that's been left behind. As happy as you could possibly imagine. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, all right, what do you got, Adam?
0: All right, this one, this one is one that, frankly, I can only admit to you because I found it a little embarrassing.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> this is true, and this is what I wrote. Did the cleaning lady give me a hug after I told her how much I enjoyed Poland? Question mark.
1: Written uh-huh. five
0: hours after quote hug, false memory? Question mark. <laughs> I think it happened. Okay, it only... do you
1: want to learn the truth or do you are you happy with the <laughs> Do you know the truth? The... No. If I look but in my I pocket, could...
0: will I get an answer?
1: <laughs> uh you we probably got some nest camera footage somewhere <laughs> that we could dig through if you we're really to. We're not we're to not too
0: wired. You. We're not too wired in our house.
1: Well, what, so why is there why is there uncertainty? Let me ask you that.
0: I just I mean I I guess it happened, but it didn't really hit me until, uh, you know, that was in the morning, and I was, like, taking a walk in the afternoon, and I was like, wait, did she? Is that why she gave me a hug? I think it is, but I just didn't even think about it at the time. Is
1: she of Polish descent? uh, Yes, she is of Polish descent.
0: Okay. And I I told her how much I was looking forward to it, and then I know she asked how it was, and I told her how much I loved the people and the country. And then I think she gave me a hug. Yeah.
1: That seems entirely reasonable It it
0: does. It does. But it was just that moment of uh, five hours later. Wait, what? Did that happen? I think it did. I mean, I'd bet on it. I'd bet on it. But I wouldn't bet a a lot.
1: You'd bet a lot. No, I wouldn't. No. There's a limit. Who who are you betting against? Her? (laughs) Who's the...
0: I don't know. It's the I counter so. bettor. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could ask her the next time I saw her. Do you think I should? Should I say I'm sorry? Did
1: you? No, I think you should say I will bet you yeah. <laughs> that you hugged me last week. Yeah. All right. Well. Wow. There's a lot of false memory uh, running through today's episode.
0: There is. There is. Like, was there even anything in that pocket, or did you make it all up?
1: I don't
0: know. So the last time we talked, uh, I was going to Poland, specifically sure. Warsaw and Poznan. We talked about what you might do, what you might look for in a stationary store. Time time was tight, but uh, <laughs> somewhere between the bagel shop and the ponchki shop, there was a stationary store, and uh, I ran in. And I was very excited to, uh, to do all the things we said. Just, you know, find anything Polish. Look through what they got. Grab uh-huh. whatever's Polish. Grab it. Uh-huh. But there was a wrinkle.
1: Uh-oh. Uh,
0: this store, everything was behind the counter.
1: Everything was behind the counter. Everything.
0: It was a counter. There was a person <laughs> behind the counter. There were, like, uh, windows. Maybe COVID windows. Maybe not. But I don't think so. Uh-huh uh like you know there were like it was like everything was in a cage except it wasn't a cage it was just there was a counter you couldn't get to anything, so you couldn't okay. ex- inspect what was uh sure what was polish really uh I almost bought a couple <laughs> of French pencils um
1: so you had to say, Oh, can I see those pencils, please
0: well, what I said Would was
1: had to <laughs> <laughs> what I said was prash
0: praham which is uh, how I say. Uh, I'm sorry in Polish, but it's not how they say I'm sorry in Polish. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a real struggle um, that I, every three to five years, I go to a European meeting and I remember while I'm in Europe that I get real nervous when I have to try to speak the language.
1: Oh, it's and, insane. And it
0: just, I'm really bad at it. Um, it's insane. And honestly, when when I told my cleaning lady that I loved the people, I also texted my friend how much i love the people and i did it immediately after a couple of them just started laughing at my bad polish because they laughed at me in such a nice way not at all in a cruel way like they weren't looking down their nose at me and that really yeah. was when i was like i really do love the people here um anyways so i, I don't really have much to tell you about this polish yeah. stationery store because this was also the only the store i went into where the person behind the counter spoke the least english
1: yeah so it kind of yeah. fell
0: apart but
1: so w what, what was your I mean how would you analyze this stationary store like even if you spoke Polish, it sounds like it would have been not have have been a particularly satisfying shopping experience oh uh, no i hmm i I bet it would have
0: been really satisfying to ask questions and get answers and get insight from someone um
1: through sort of a forced interaction kind of Oh, could I thing? take
0: a look at this? Or here's what I'm looking for? It it seemed like, uh, you know, the sort of store that probably has everything put away. And they can help huh. you find this sort of thing. It's, it wasn't really a browsing store. It was, like we discussed, more of a practical,
1: this is yeah. what I need. No, it sounds like a nightmare. Because all I do is browse. I don't want to talk to anybody.
0: Well, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I... It was it was a bad situation all around. They also were there was one so those customer in there folks. beforehand that was really just taking this the woman behind the counter's time to uh, an intense degree. So, uh, but how could
1: they do anything different? That's the only way you could shop.
0: Yeah, but I think they had a child who kept changing their mind about what they wanted. You know, which is all fine, but yeah, it didn't. It wasn't working really well. I was under a time crunch at that point.
1: It sounds like you can only shop one person at a time in the store. I'm yeah. ready to say these monocle folks—they sent you astray. You the monocle. Host. Well,
0: the, the good folks at Monocle did not send me to a stationery store. Um, oh,
1: okay, all right. They. The
0: yeah, they 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 sent me to a great coffee shop in Warsaw. That was a great coffee Weird shop thing in is, Warsaw.
1: You got to browse all the coffee you wanted at the coffee shop. That's right. Ironic. Yes. You know, you order it. You just pick up one of the already filled cups from the uh, (laughs) the countertop (laughs) there.
0: Yeah. Um, However, so I don't really have... uh,
1: Yeah, okay.
0: I don't really have Polish stationery to discuss,
1: but... Is there any sense of reward from having tried... (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I'll so. I'll that um, as the answer that it is.
0: <laughs> it was a... I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, there's a, there's a store in Milan that I follow on Instagram that I think is a similar sort of thing except with a satisfying table at the center <laughs> with things you can touch. And it made me... So it made me feel like I was in this European-style... Stationery yeah. store just at the wrong time, or just without you know, I was, I was in a little time crunch. I, I'm not knocking them, but uh, I, I did have a couple of experiences in Poland where things were just different than what I expected, and I thought they were me. So, there was an Italian restaurant where they brought a sandwich board to each table to show you the specials, and I thought either this okay. was because we didn't speak Polish or Italian. Or it was uh, because just, I don't know, right? I thought this was, or I thought this was a custom, But then later in the dinner, uh, they they brought it to a young Polish couple who laughed at them when they went away. And I was like, aha, this is just a weird thing they do. So it's nice when you travel, every weird thing that somebody does, you assume that it's part of the culture and you appreciate it. Um, and then it's even nicer when you realize that it, you learn halfway through, like, some sort of, uh, that's not dramatic irony, I think it's the opposite, where um, you learn that it's not part of the culture, it's just a weird thing they do in this one spot.
1: When you go back to America and you're like, you know, in Poland, it's all, all <laughs> menus are <laughs> right. sandwich board based. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right.
0: Like, if that was the only restaurant I'd been to in Poland, <laughs> that's what I would have thought. <laughs>
1: Well but, the, the photos you showed me looked it, it it looked not dissimilar to the early scenes of the Grand Budapest Hotel. Delightful. seemed like there was a little magic a little magic in the air
0: either way there really was uh like I just went there because there was a conference, and I uh had just no expectations whatsoever and uh, I really liked it, and I would go back to Poland Good. I thought it was great. Very cool uh, but since i've let you down and i don't have any polish stationery to discuss i do have a hall of japanese stationery to discuss Ooh. that Did i've
1: you been finding in the pocket of a, a gym bag that you picked up down at the local salvation army
0: no my friend that's no haha ha. i want to recognize yes. your joke and move thank on and give credit you. to the person who gave me this stuff <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, God forbid I should take away from their generosity with my hilarious comedic interlude.
0: (laughs) Yes, God forbid. Uh, I just don't want to lose track. Uh, No, my friend Jay went to Tokyo and brought me back a uh, generous, to say the least, haul of cool Japanese stationery products from Itoya. I-T-O-Y-A. It's a... Impressive little stationery store that I feel like maybe I'd heard of before. Uh, Jay mentioned it and I Googled it and looked it all up, and then a month or so later, there's all this cool stuff that was given to me. Amazing. So maybe I'll just go down the list of what I got.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: The, The first is a ballpoint pen called the Helvetica pen. I think it might be the top drawer brand, from what I can find, it is a super slim, all black ballpoint pen that is uh, delightful and elegant, and I found that it works better on some paper than others, which is always just mystifying to me, right? Like, I don't, we've talked about this before, I don't really understand the uh, algebra of what kind of pencil works better on like the toothier the paper the softer the mm. pencil or whatever but um yep. works great on field notes love it on field notes love it in my hand also it's a it's a it's a very stylish uh pen it is the sort of pen that they might use at the grand budapest hotel
1: <laughs> if you are they going minimalist
0: great. you think at the grand budapest hotel probably
1: yeah, it'd be on a chain, but it would be on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's right, that's right. so uh, and you can find these, I think online. Um, and and I do recommend it if very cool. Yeah, then there is a Midori grain notebook. Um, it is the grain, I think is named for the recycled leather cover.
1: Leather, recycled leather,
0: recycled leather cover. cover. Wow! And uh, it's a uh, spiral bound, spiral at the top notebook. You know, kind of like a the reporter's notebook, but shorter. Mm-hmm. First half lined paper, second half plain paper, and I don't know the number of pages because I don't have that. Sounds and the fun. lines pretty cool. It's uh, there's uh, four sections of five lines each love it. The way I've been testing these items a little bit is... Because I wanted to use them, but I also want to find interesting uses for them. I'm reading a novel by Olga Tokarczuk. Uh, she is the uh, 2018 Nobel Laureate from Poland. Hmm. And I think we'll go back to her in one second. But in her novel, uh, Drive Your Plow Over the Bones the character is obsessed with blake william blake there's a lot of william blake in there that's where some of the william blake Mm -hmm. from the soul came from Mm -hmm. and so i've found some of her lines some of the um some of the blake lines i just copy onto the last page to uh to test the notebook
1: now the helvetica pen how how thick is the how thick a tip are we talking about That's something I knew. <laughs>
0: I want to say it's 0.7, okay,
1: but I'm so not sure know, if that's right. Modest, medium.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The challenge is that I, I unwrapped everything, and I lost some of that information. And I sure. took some notes, but I didn't capture everything in the notes. Well,
1: I imagine the Midori is very nice paper. I don't think I've... I've used a little bit of Midori stuff Yeah. Inserts the, the, to the, the passport size. But this sounds like a bit more of a standalone product.
0: They are, and this is, I think they are two different, uh, two different types of paper, not just in the, in the lines, but the unlined is a creamier sort of paper, and the lined is a whiter and, I think, uh, less toothy paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it's, it's a clever nice. sort of thing, but it's like you want to figure out what are the two things that I'm going to use this little thing for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: we'll like go it. back to Olga uh at the end because I think there is there's something of note but not of notebooks to say about her um, okay. the next is a Robiki notebook it's a plain six, plain plain ruled, no ruled 60 page notebook smaller than a field notes but uh the same sort of shape and uh there's just a beautiful, it's almost like a waxy cover with a mountain skyline on it. And it's a mm-hmm. plain paper. It was made in Japan. The grain notebook, interestingly, is made in Japan and Spain. I'm guessing that the recycled leather is from Spain.
1: huh Interesting.
0: Yeah. We use waxed paper for the cover back to the Robiki. Just like the aging process of leather, this notebook gets more creases and glossy surface the more you use oh. it. Isn't that That awesome? Yeah.
1: Waxiness. Yeah. That sounds exciting. It
0: is, and it's already got like a little fold, and it's delightful. It is like, oh, I dinged this up. Oh, it's beautiful.
1: (laughs) Now, are you gonna replace a Field Notes cycle with that one? Maybe. I don't know. You comfortable doing that?
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful notebook. Like I, I could see. We've been getting into waxy stuff in our house. We've been discussing uh, waxed. Like, Paper uh, bags. Fruits. Fruits, Yeah, and... We've been eating waxed fruits. Um, <laughs> they last longer. They don't go bad
1: as quickly. Well, you drop them and they just look cooler.
0: That's right. That's right. Everything possible to behold is an image of truth, I wrote in the back of this notebook. Maybe a quote from Blake. Maybe a toker chuck. Cool. Yep,
1: cool. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Is that Oh, and this guy, they use Yamamoto paper on that, I think. Yamamoto paper? I believe. Yamamoto paper. Yeah, Yamamoto paper. That might be the that might be the brand. Yamamoto paper's Robiki notebook.
1: Oh, cool. That sounds yeah. great. And
0: then there's Toya's own um, A6 6mm notebook. I don't have a name of what they call this, but it is a perfect bound ledger notebook. So there's leather ledger pages on the inside... It's perfect pound. It's eighty pages, right? So, uh, twice the thickness, uh, roughly of a
1: ledger being like big and tall. Uh,
0: like a column on the left, a narrow column on the left, and a oh, wide fine. column on the right. Yeah,
1: love it. Yep, love it. Me too. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's getting a little older. Uh, I am love all these crazy form factors like my desire for any consistency or standard has just gone out the window i want to almost i want to be holding a stack of five different notebooks that all are completely different from one another i, I can't i don't know why i can't expl- i want to be writing i got a little sheet of just standalone nice paper that i pulled out of a crazy japanese notebook like i'm moving in between stuff like i'm i'm feeling you having all different kinds of crazy sizes and shapes and form factors and everything. I'm all about it.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I yeah, it inspires me. Awesome. I don't know exactly to what end, but it inspires me. Uh, yeah, to no end, man. This Life. Nec- yeah, this next one is a dress co, dress and co. Uh, wow. Tachio paper products, it's a stitched notebook. <coughs> There's a little embossed peacock in the corner. It's like a it looks like a craft notebook um, and uh, it's plain paper and then a number of these notebooks have and I've, I've, uh, I've, I've been avoiding saying it because I can't think of the name but they've got the extra little what is it a fly leaf the extra little sheet of paper sure. Uh, sure. before the between yeah. the cover and before the notebook um, and mm-hmm. so I'm gonna say from looking at three out of the four I've talked about already having that 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 is a uh, that is like a the style that has been embraced by the Japanese stationery makers it's,
1: it's the sandwich board menu of, of Japan I'm sure there's a purpose
0: for it actually if I had to bet and then uh, the last one is a, a package of uh, Midori MD paper notebooks these are great they are white they are minimal there is just an embossed MD on them it's a ruled notebook they give you some stickers with the uh, the numbers one to twelve, so you can number them if you so choose. Keep them in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure if you've ever seen these before. I think I may have seen these at uh, Kino Cunia. But they're beautiful. I really like them. I have coveted nice. them. Yeah. Very nice. That's my haul.
1: What an amazing haul! I mean, you got a this friend of yours is really keeping an eye out.
0: Oh yeah absolutely That's really awesome really appreciate it jay if you're listening very kind of you
1: um i uh, i actually went to kino Kunia today the the one houston location is near where the baseball games were going on so i made sure to drag the family over there after a morning spent sweating in the sun i'm sure my fellow shoppers were excited about it <laughs> um so it's funny, you know you bring up these themes. I think I probably saw some of these products on their shelves, but the uh the notebook section of this location is just out of this world. I resisted getting anything because I'm not in need but i I imagine that there was a lot of overlap with what you described. I mean, I picked up a I picked up a few that were just there was one I don't even know what brand, but it was like almost felt like two feet by a foot and a half just huge notebook with incredibly good paper uh similar you know i would say similar to one of these cd notebooks you know like that Mm. that, that i think are everywhere that quality paper but it was huge and it had this almost denim feeling cover to it like you could buy it and like that could be your bible for the year you know if you journaled in that thing or something and the pen section is off the chain at this Kiko, this Kino Kunia in Katy, Texas. Uh, I spent a long time there, but I ended up getting a Pentel Mark Sheet 1.3 thickness lead uh, mechanical pencil, which just added to the other awesome plastic Pentel mechanical pencils. Um, my son got a Pentel calme or calm c-a-l-m-e pen which is just you know it's a pentel pen but it's got a really nice uh click function and just looks a little different it's that one all round tacky yeah it's round yeah i've got one of those i love it yeah those are cool yeah these are cool i grab one of those uh so anyway on that theme but uh i mean i love that your friend uh went hard on the notebooks. Yeah. That's cool to me. Um, the pens always catch my eye, but I think the other thing uh, at the Kinokini was the folders, like the, the organizational game. <laughs> um, I, it made me, I'm not, I don't like doing this kind of thing, but I almost like wanted to get like a folder system and try to, I, I couldn't even, I was like, I want to try this, but I don't even know literally what I would do organize but I wanted to organize anyway um, I've never dove into the uh,
0: I never dove into the folders there
1: yeah it's I mean Dangerous. it's sort of yeah I, 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 it was the first time I'd ever wanted to and it was uh, it was intriguing but uh, they I don't know there's such a priority of from that category of products on like really good paper and looking really sharp and you don't, you don't see as many, like, you know, tacky, cheap notebooks in those places, like, you know, with inspirational slogans on the front cover. Right. You just see a lot of super high-quality products. Oh, very cool. Well, that's a fun package, man. Yeah,
0: it's fantastic. I, uh, I've i got a little tote. I give me a little tote to go with it, and I just keep them all in the tote, and I, like, dig into them like a little treasure chest. Um, very nice. I would like to swerve back to Olga... Tokerchuk, even though I don't know, you know, it's ill advised. I don't know how we're going to get out of it once I get into it. But I do want to say, you know, Olga Tokerchuk, I I, I got this book because I happened just before I was going to Poland, not even looking for it, for a list. The, The Economist had a thing of like, here are some books you can read to understand Poland better. Uh, And uh, this novel, Drive Your Plow Over the Bones, is fantastic and she won the Nobel Prize for Literature in uh, 2018 and and I kind of pay attention to those things and I only vaguely remembered her name and I couldn't figure out why and I assumed that maybe I was sexist Um, but I got to the bottom of it the year that she was awarded the Nobel Prize, they hadn't in literature they hadn't given one away the previous year because of some dispute and so they gave it to two people olga and some guy and this guy was problematic and he shouldn't have been given it and so all of the news stories weren't about the fact that they gave it to two people and it weren't equally about the two people they were about the guy who shouldn't have gotten it um Uh and so Since I kind of pay attention to these things and this one didn't stand out for me, I think it's probably fair to say that that happened to many people. And uh, this book, which I have not finished, usually I guess I'd read it all before I endorsed it. I've read a quarter of it, but it's fantastic. Um, And so just, you know, just put out into the world to, in a small little way, Olga Tokerchuk, T-O-K-A-R-C-Z-U-K. Like, check her out. Awesome. I mean, it feels like as good as it makes me feel like what reading Gabriel Garcia Marquez made me feel like. So amazing, yeah!
1: Fantastic. Well, good. I mean, you were, were you reading that in Poland? I got it to read in
0: Poland, and I think I started reading it on the flight back.
1: <laughs> Let's do this again next week, Adam. Only if you, uh,
0: only if you, bring a sandwich board up to me and explain to me how to get to next week.
1: I'm gonna gesticulate. I'm gonna underline each item with my hand as I read it out to you. Uh, Check us out on the internet at TakeNote.Space. You can find links to sign up for our newsletter, which I think is really good. Uh, You can support us on Patreon, which we would really. Appreciate, and we super appreciate those who do that every single month. Really amazing, keeps the lights on over here, and uh, a lot of little lot of little blog posts over at the website. Little bits and pieces, notes, things we write down, things we see, and uh, kind of recently in our reading lives, which has been really fun. Can uh, I so go and scan those? Yeah. Can
0: I make a note on these blog posts just for our listeners? We have somehow developed a penchant for blogging in a way that is the least findable on the internet. There's yes. unsearchable. Almost
1: unsearchable. So, <laughs> uh go there. You should rename we should rename our blog Unsearchable. Yes. And that.
0: We're taking pictures of things we've written in our notebooks or the marginalia or pictures of articles but underlines of them.
1: Yes. And uh, Denuding words of their searchability while highlighting them and putting them front and center.
0: It is the most satisfying and stupid thing <laughs> we could do. And so we might need your help in sharing them with the world. Um, so consider doing that.
1: So... When you see one you like, print it out, (laughs) put it in the mail, mail it to your dearest friend. I like it. Good. All right, take care.